Hello, horror fanatics. I'm Frank. And I'm still Jen. And we welcome you to our weekly podcast. Oh, <laughs> the horror. Thank you for joining us as we dive deep into all things horror, supernatural, scary, Jen, and downright creepy. <laughs> If you like what you hear, rate, review, and subscribe, or follow, or whatever you gotta do to to get us on your regular rotation of podcasts. Get us in your life. Yeah! You can also submit any ideas, comments, and suggestions to our email address at oth at seriouslydecent.com. You can check out our website, ohthehorrorpodcast.com, to catch our back catalog, Mm -hmm. social media links, all that jazz. Yes. Do those things. Do those things, please. And thank you. And thanks a lot. <laughs> thank you a ton. So we're coming up on and the if heels. you're my nieces and nephews, thank you. Thank you. The, um, yeah, we're uh, coming up on the heels of Halloween here. Oh, we're getting so close. I'm so yeah. excited. It's Cult of the Month. It is. This is the one that started it for us. This is the, the idea, the conception. This is the granddad, the Godfather. The Godfather they cults. made us an offer we couldn't refuse. You know, that's uh, yeah. So basically, this is what started Cult of the Month. It is. We started talking about this, and uh, we just have been diving deep our whole existence together as a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no membership, but uh, just <laughs> very interested in it, and then this. Started Cult of the Month. We were going to do this one first, but we decided to go through all of the others for many reasons. But Fun fact. But the fact is, is uh, we wanted to go through the other ones to introduce. Uh, it gave us a good opportunity to introduce the psychology. Correct. The Milgram experiments and you, all those you'll things. You'll notice that a lot of the other cults referenced this Reference cult. this one. Correct. Or outright stole, stole. Correct. from this, Correct. this Cult. Yeah. So Scientology, episode 96. Yeah. Season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to start off with a disclaimer because if any of you are familiar with Scientology, we have to do this. Yes. Dear Scientology, we'd love to have anyone from your organization be a guest on the show to provide further information or corrections you deem necessary or recommended. Please send any correspondence or statements that you would wish us to read on our show, and we'll edit them into this episode right at the beginning. You can contact us via our email address at O-T-H at seriouslydecent.com. Let's get into it. Scientology. Fun fact. Yes. When I had my like spiritual crisis, if Mm -hmm. you will, where Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck the church. And let's see what else is out there. Yeah. See if I could find something that I liked better. Yeah. I looked into Scientology. Yeah. I get it. And then I was like, ugh, this just. And then I was like, well, you know, why don't I look at, I'll just look at Wicca. Yeah. And then I was like, I just, I, I, I. I didn't bother going any farther. <laughs> uh, they require a leap. Uh, they do. Uh, however, they've become more advanced since they started. 
and we're going to get into that. We will. Another thing I wanted to mention, because there's a lot of introductions with this. Yes. There, you know, we got the legalities aside. Mm-hmm. Again, send us what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically, we decided not to do just one episode of this. So if you we listen can't. to Grim Reaper, we elaborated yeah. on this a bit. If you heard that, sorry, you're going to have to hear some repetition. But uh, we're going to do a brief overview of Scientology. Yeah. We're not going to get soup to nuts into things. What we decided to do, especially when we heard the increasing demand and requests, uh, we asked you a question if you wanted Cult of the Month to keep going. And boy, did you reply. Yeah. In kind. Yeah, uh, so if you didn't hear Grim Reaper yet and you skipped to this, mm-hmm. uh, we are keeping Cult of the Month. We are. Um, so we, I think in order for us to do Scientology proper, justice, proper, if yeah. you will, yeah, we couldn't do it all in one episode. No way. No way. It, it and not it, it wouldn't it wouldn't do it justice. It wouldn't be thorough. Mm-hmm. You you would barely get a bird's eye and we could do a whole podcast of it but the fact is is there are other podcasts that do that yes uh so there's leah remney and uh yeah fair game the the fair 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 game one uh that's the most popular one Mm -hmm. uh and then you just look it up scientology and bang they come out Mm -hmm. uh so what we decided to do is a different approach and we're going to do the brief ten thousand foot view of scientology and you know, some other information. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we are going to do specialized episodes Correct. in the future. Right. So don't worry, Scientology, if you're listening, you get the disclaimer every single time. So Correct. you either give us the same letter or you give us different letters. And it's the same <laughs> it's commitment. Necessary. It's the same commitment. I will put it in the pre-roll and it'll be the first thing that people hear uh, before even the intro and music go off. Uh, so L. Ron Hubbard's going to be separate. Right. Uh, the bridge will be the separate. The bridge is going to be separate. The Sea Org Fair will be game, Sea yep. Org. All these things will All be separate. All those are going to be separate deep dives. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just got to decide whether we want to put that in tandem with Cult of the Month or just add it separately. But we're going to be yeah. we're gonna be ad hocking it around here and there. So if you feel like you've been chinsed out on this episode, you have. Yes. Because it's yeah. just impossible to do in a whole episode. Yeah. I mean, unless you want us to prattle on for six hours. Yeah. Eight-hour marathon. All right. Yeah. I don't think creative director Dean's going to be at all pleased about that. I don't think I can make he's that. He's sitting through his second one now, and he's like, this is stupid. Yeah. So, so before we get into this, mm-hmm. I have to address, we lost a very special person this past week, yeah. Robbie Coltrane who we would all know is Rubius Hagrid mm-hmm. has passed away at 72. Yeah. If you are fortunate or unfortunate enough to be <laughs> linked with me on Facebook, I have posted a ton. Uh, one of the things is a ballad to Rubius Hagrid. He was by far my favorite character in a movie he was the one character that you can honestly say was 100% good like he just it was a genuine character he was super genuine yeah 
And he like took, he was that guy yeah. you wanted to know. Yes. In your life, yes. you wanted you wanted a Hagrid. You did. In your life, this. I know I did. Yeah. Yeah. I am still bummed that we never got a Hagrid Fantastic Beasts series. Yeah. You know, where he was just... Oh, yeah. I mean, it would have been amazing oh. just to have him as, like, the central yeah. deal. And, like, just describing, like... Awkwardness and him stepping all over himself. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. saying all the yeah. wrong things. Yes. And, yeah. 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 No, I think... I, I hope if they do do it, and they, I hope they do it justice, which I think they'd have a lot of respect and care into it, mm-hmm. is, uh, like, the younger version of him. Yes. You know, and, and show how... Yeah. And, like, do it right up to... Yes. Where he got into Hogwarts and mm-hmm. like was mm-hmm. all of that. All right. So sources. Sources. What do you got? Golookup.com, mm-hmm. Scientology.org, Globalnews.ca, and Insider.com. Okay. Actually, I didn't use Insider.com. I use uh, some Wikipedia stuff for guides, which, uh, you know, just to get me rolling like I usually do. Scientology org, I set camp. At Scientology.org. I can Which I'm confirm. sorry. I'm sorry for that today. You know, I apologize. And I'll go further into detail. For those of you who I have put seen Jen Deadwood, through. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically, basically that's about it. Okay. Um, so, let yeah, kick it off, babe. So, Scientology was founded by an American science fiction author... Lafayette Ron Hubbard, which is L. Ron Hubbard, Mm -hmm. in 1954. The Church of Scientology has come a long way since its inception. Hubbard, in 1950, developed a set of ideas he called Dianetics, which spoke about the metaphysical relationship between the human body and the mind. The Dianetics Foundation was started, but soon entered bankruptcy, leading Hubbard to lose the rights over Dianetics. He soon redeveloped the whole idea as a religion and called it Scientology, and a year later reclaimed the rights and formed the Church of Scientology with Dianetics as its backbone. The new religion started to spread, and over a dozen churches opened within just 10 years of its establishment. Today, it has over 11,000 churches, missions, and groups across 184 countries, The church on their website claims that they get 4.4 million new members each year and says that its roots are the same as, quote, all great religions, end quote. So its heritage is, again, quote, as old and varied as man itself, end quote. After the church of its, after the death of its founder, L. Ron Hubbard, in 1986, David Miscavige, his former assistant, became the church leader. Was he really his assistant or was he just pretty high up in the org? Because I know this is where it gets. He was not supposed to be the one to take over. Mm -hmm. Now, I know we're going to do L. Ron uh, again. L. Ron Hubbard's a whole separate episode. Literally, we could Mm -hmm. easily plow an hour and 20. And he's probably going to be the next episode. I think yes. what we'd like to do is this overview and then chronologically go through. Right. Uh, a key thing to note with this, if you haven't heard of any of this and you've kind of never been exposed to it, L. Ron Hubbard created this because he wanted to wow psychology. 
he came out yeah. with Dianetics in the book and he wanted to wow psychology. He wanted to be recognized for it. He submitted it in and they laughed at him. They did. I mean, literally laughed right out loud Fun at fact, him. Fun fact, if you grew up yeah. when we did in the 80s, yeah. the Dianetics commercials, mm-hmm. they, oh my gosh. Yeah, with the volcano they, going and, off. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. Dianetics. Yep. So that was the that was the whole point. Yeah. Was there was this big offensive because obviously he got pissed off about that. Well, yes, and, because he's a genius. And I'll show you. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So again, that's about the most we're going to get into L. Ron Hubbard. Correct. He is definitely the uh, the 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 scribe, the the leader, the almighty of. Uh, Scientology. One might say they're God. Well, yeah. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, it's it's a little uh, it's a little weird uh, to a to just be little. Yeah, no, to where they um, the orgs have life size paintings of the man. Yeah, yeah. So there's ten books that he wrote all together, and these are considered the scriptures of Scientology. Dianetics being one of them, mm-hmm. uh, the problems of work, clear body, clear mind, uh, Dianetics, the evolution of a science, Scientology, the fundamentals of thought, um, the way to happiness, Dianetics, the original thesis, Scientology, a new slant on life, handbook for preclears, and self-analysis. These 10 books are considered the scriptures that are what Scientology is built on. Their Bible. Uh, scriptures, yes. basically. Yeah. Yes. And so their Bible. Yeah, you if you were to smash it all put together, them all together yes. it should be their Bible. Yes. You know, uh, and and this, uh, this created this Scientology bit, and there's a lot of forms, there's a lot of procedures. Everything's written down. They call it their technology. Yeah, and, and they call it their technology. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's uh, uh, operational procedures and mm-hmm. all of this. It's very... There's a procedure for everything. There literally is. And this is what people have to understand right from the get-go. There is a procedure for every single thing. And it's from L. L. Ron, Ron Hubbard. Hubbard. So it's this is the thing. They can't throw this away. They can't get rid of it. No. Because that's their, that's their divine person that gave them all of this information. So... That's where it gets sticky in the future. Didn't but, they put it all on like gold plates and it's like buried in a vault somewhere? Yeah, so there's, that, a, there's a lot of that weird That could like withstand mm-hmm. like a, a, a nuclear explosion. Yeah. Because it's so important, it needs to be there for mm-hmm. the next generation. Yeah. So when he died, L. Ron Hubbard. 1986. In 1986, David Miscavige took reigns. Now, the, there's a lot of conspiracy theory, and um, I'm not going to say conspiracy theory, but just a lot of rumor mill talk of what exactly happened there. Most but of basically, the docs say that it was a coup, that he, pretty, he militarily took control. Pretty much. And if those of you who think you know what a coup is now, I guarantee you don't know what a coup really no. is. So we're going to have to spell it out. I'm sorry. It's when lower management or lower leadership Mm -hmm. takes over senior leadership. Forcefully. Forcefully. Mm -hmm. 
That's a coup. Yes. I'm going to repeat it because it bears repeating because the coup word's getting thrown around a lot lately. Yeah. And I'm going with Princess Bride. I don't think you know what it means, what you think it you means. You keep using that word. Yeah. I do not think it means what you think it means. So we're going to repeat it again. A coup yes. is lower management taking over upper management by force. Yes. And that's exactly what happened here. Yes. He saw an angle and he took it. Yes. Ruthlessly. Yes. And then what proceeded to happen is Scientology started getting a bad name for all the controversies that are they're accused of. And their only way out, they were going broke. Yes. They were losing all their money. Yes. And their only way out was to be called a religion, which they needed tax exempt exemption status. status for. We will get into that. No, I just figured I'd prep it yep. at that point. So, hey, did you know there's reports that Tom Cruise, the most famous member is second in command to Miss Gavage. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what they say. Guys, I say they as in guys, they. You know, if Tom Cruise is the number two, like the vice president of your organization, you need to have a better organization. Because I submit to you, uh, do you remember him jumping on the couch at, on Oprah? That's Tom Cruise. No, Tom Cruise is that interview that he had with Matt Lauer. Remember that? And it got very accusatory over psychiatric drugs and things like that. Yes. That's Scientology Tom Cruise. Yes. That's the real Tom Cruise right there. Yes. And you can see it because it's the look, it's the all the everything. And we'll get into the celebrities of Scientology. Not in another episode. Well, in another another episode. episode, But we're going to touch more on that later because you got to understand what all this is. Right. High level view before we get there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hold on. So let's get into what it is exactly Mm -hmm. they believe. So. Scientology, according to L. Ron Hubbard, is a religion that offers a precise path leading to a complete and certain understanding of one's true spiritual nature and one's relationship to self, family, groups, mankind, all life forms, the material universe, the spiritual universe, and the supreme being. If you get to OT8, you learn who the supreme being is. Scientology addresses the spirit, not the body or mind, and believes that man is far more than a product of his environment or his genes. Scientology comprises a body of knowledge which extends from certain fundamental truths. Prime among these are man is an immortal spiritual being. His experience extends well beyond a single lifetime. His capabilities are unlimited even if not presently realized. Hard stop for a second. Mm -hmm. This, his experience extends well beyond a single lifetime and being an immortal spiritual um, being, they, Scientologists believe this so much that there are homes that are furnished, maintained Mm -hmm. for L. Ron Hubbard for when he comes back for his next incarnation of himself, if you will. Now, he died in 1986. Yeah. They're still laying out pajamas for him. Every 
day. In each house, and I believe there's three of them that are like fully loaded, like ready yeah. to go. But every day they every lay day. out clothes. Yes. For yeah. Yep. Also, he died in 1986, yeah. and he's not showed up anywhere. Yeah. But his clothes are waiting for him. His PJs are all good to go. Yeah. Scientology further holds man to be basically good and that his spiritual salvation depends upon himself, his fellows, and his attainment of brotherhood with the universe. So are we to infer that the Albert Fishes, the Ed Geens, the Gacy's, the Dahmers, the Bell Gunnis, that they're all basically good? Well, I think that's a question on a grand scale that a lot of people ask. I mean, take mm-hmm. the Dahmer mm-hmm. show now on yes. Netflix. Yes. I mean, I, I went into that thinking, I don't know if I'm going to care for it, if it's going to be really good. I don't know. Because I got a theory on... Like shows with serial killers. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a theory. It's an issue I have with it. Yes. When they make those movies, they don't tell the the victims' families. No. And I think that, again, strikes another irresponsible bullshit thing that Hollywood does. My issue is that they specifically... Yeah. When this was coming out or when it was in production and pre-production, they were specifically saying that this story was going to be from the viewpoint or it was going to be victim centric. Yeah. Now it's 10 episodes were what, four, five in? No, I think we're three or four. Okay. But still, it hasn't done that yet no no there was maybe one episode no it's all about him that was from a victim's point of view i don't want to take too much of this show with it but it's 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 not all about it's all about him and there are already people that are coming out like this didn't happen that didn't happen yeah like the woman next door in the apartment yeah she lived like down the block you know it's like why why she's not a specific person she's an amalgam apparently there were three like uh, the three apartments surrounding him, all of those people supposedly went to the police and this character is supposed to be all of them. Oh, no, that yeah. person they're saying is a specific person that lived a block away. Yeah. And her daughter knew the young kid mm-hmm. that was all drugged up and they brought him back in. Mm-hmm. He was like, look, you know, I got pictures of him and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that woman lived a block away and it was her daughter that was trying to. Right. It, it's just a mess. And of course why not tell a story the way it's supposed to be told? All right. Anyhow. Scientology Scientology. is not a dogmatic religion in which one is asked to accept anything on faith alone. Mm. On the contrary, one discovers for oneself that the principles of Scientology are true by applying its principles in observing or experiencing the results. The ultimate goal of Scientology is true spiritual enlightenment, and freedom for all. But only if you can pay for it. The way to make your way through Scientology to achieve said goals listed above is to take the bridge to freedom, a bridge of courses to not only clear yourself, 
but to be able to better help others to achieve the ultimate goal of clearing the planet, which was once the listed goal of Scientology, to clear the planet. Yeah. However, I mean, they're pretty consistent in that if you can't afford to pay for the courses, you cannot be a Scientologist. Yeah, or there's other things that they'll do with them. And this is where the controversies come into play. So let's, um, before we get into the bridge, do you want to walk us through what happens? Yeah, so basically, you know, everybody's familiar with Leah Remini with this. Yes. With Scientology and the aftermath. Correct. She also Uh, wrote a book. Mike Rinder has written two. His second one is A Billion Years, and it's out now. I believe people didn't really realize Scientology as we know it when until Alex Gibney in 2015 in March yes created Going Clear correct and that went to a small audience and then it went to HBO yes. on the 29th yes. and that really started blowing the lid off things people were talking yes. about it yes. things were going more on about it then Leah Remini in 2016 uh, came out with the aftermath. And before that, there was, you know, her coming out of that and talking to people and Mm -hmm. she was bringing more information about Mm -hmm. it. And Mike Rinder came out, but they did the aftermath show from 2016 to 2019. Correct. There's a reason I'm saying these dates. And the reason being that is the Scientology Network came out on their website, March 12th, 2018. This is two years after the aftermath. Correct. This is season two, yes. basically. The network was obviously created as a response to the aftermath. Mm-hmm. And it's completely overdone, yeah. the, the network. Yeah. You sat through an hour of this with me watching. I'm going to This is what I like to do with my time. <laughs> that hour felt more like six. Yeah. So, so what... What it's, how it starts is David Miscavige is standing there and he's saying, you hear a lot of talk about Scientology. You hear a lot of controversy with Scientology. And we're not here. We're just here to tell this whole thing is to tell you what we are. You know, and he comes out very confident mm-hmm. and uh, very just laid back. Matter of fact, you know. Uh, so basically, it's, it's a completely overdone hour of what is presented to you as Scientology. They brag immediately about how they have the most state-of-the-art studio in the country and in the world. Mm-hmm. This is how they start it. Yeah. And, it, I mean, when I say overdone, it's an overdone production. It is way overdone. But if you're selling your religion, why would the very first thing you talk about is your state-of-the-art studio? No, this is this is basically... You could tell from the beginning, if you didn't know about Scientology, the aftermath, and going mm-hmm. clear and all mm-hmm. that... If you didn't know any about that, anything about that, or knew of it but just didn't know much about it, you would look at it as okay. They're just being informative, but knowing that, you see how defensive that whole video is, and mm-hmm. that's props to Leah Remini and Mike Rinder and yeah. Alex Gibney. Oh, you and got everyone else under their it. skin. <laughs> oh yeah, you can see that it's a defensive move. Yeah, there's nothing offensive about it. No, it's completely defensive. Yeah. But they got this state-of-the-art thing, and they show you this. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, I wouldn't have started out like this. Well, that that's my point. Yeah. Like, if you're talking about who you are and what you're doing, why would the very first thing you do is be like, see, our state-of-the-art studio? No, because then here's the thing, and this is what it implies. 
And this is the difference. This is why I say suckers get into cults. Yeah. Because I'm going to walk through that hour right okay. now. Yep. Not in an hour, but real quick on the things I saw. Okay. That the normal person that would get sucked into Scientology wouldn't see. Okay. So f- right from the start, he created it in 2018. That's two years after mm-hmm. Leah Remini's in there. She's in her second season of The Aftermath. I going, believe they've already won Emmys at this point. Yeah, for the show. yeah. Going yeah. Clear was out for three years yep. at that time. By the month. Yeah. I mean, like three years solid. So they, uh, they, you know, they come out with this whole statement. We're just going to tell you what we are. Right. And so uh, this, they show the state of the art studio, all this equipment they have. They got the state of art, everything with, with this studio, which would imply that they could create anything in that studio, regardless of the truth. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to kind of yeah. think about. Yeah. And it's evident right away on how polished Everything is presented. Mm-hmm. It's polished to a T. Mm-hmm. There is no organic material at all in that. No. None. Which lends its signs to very tight control. Yes. And I give you an example of this. A song created in a studio with a click track and all the musician tracks are recorded separately. Yes. Which is how a lot of music is done today. Yes. And then there's a studio engineer that arranges all these tracks and they put it into a composition. And then that composition has to meet the needs of a record company executive or executives. Right. Because it's not the studio engineer that says, does this work? Right. No, it's the executives. Yes. Compare that to a live version of that same song without any of the studio aids. Right. And this is why people have a natural attraction to songs and performances before 1980. Yes. Those bands are timeless. And what people don't understand is, is there was no in-ear monitoring systems. Everything was played on single takes with the entire group all at once. Yes. Most of the time. Yes. That means the rhythm isn't just click, 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 yeah. click yeah. at 120 beats a minute. Mm-hmm. It's organic between yeah. the players and you can feed off yeah. that. Yes. That's, you know, you can feel it. You can feel when yeah. they're in the groove. It's that natural. Mm-hmm. You can feel it when they're in the pocket. You feel yep. when it leaves yep. and it builds that tension. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, for those of you that don't understand music, that's how tension works. You're yeah. just behind the beat a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you get right on the beat and it feels relaxing. And then you get ahead of the beat and that gets you all excited. Right. That's how, that's how it works. That's how your emotions work with music. And what's, a, you know, what's present here is that it's just so tightly studio done, which again shows to me tight control. Yeah. There's someone at the top saying, all this has to be like this. Yes. All this has to be yes. regimented like that. Yes. And and then so it segues right in from this very high production bit and you see it and they they the first thing they come out with is how they're affecting humanity on these massive scales. And they list the cities to small villages all over the world, yes. the different countries. Yes. So what I asked a curious person that's looking at Scientology or the long-term psychologist that's in there is this simple question. Why is no one in the world talking about these amazing achievements to mankind? Yeah. If you're, because you only. If you're doing all these things, you're doing all these great things. Why wouldn't everyone in the world know about it? Mm. Because guess what? They're not doing shit. Yeah. That's the first question mm-hmm. I asked myself with mm-hmm. that. It's like, why? Yeah. Why wouldn't I have seen this in magazines, 
on the internet, did on I, the news. Did I hear you know. correctly? Weren't they uh, taking credit for uh, L.A. having... Like, oh, I get to that. Oh, okay. I get to that. All right. So, so this is, you know, these are questions I'm having. But if you're in the search for something and you're desperate, mm-hmm. this is what draws you in a little bit. Right. Oh, you know what? I'd like to be a part of something like I'd that. I'd love to help yeah. change the planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is why it's kind of safe to pay attention to things around you. Yes. And pay attention to your surroundings. Yes. Because this is how you get roped into it. Mm-hmm. So even on their, uh, <laughs> even on their homepage or their website, and I'm talking front page. Yeah. Their most recent achievements are listed over two years ago. Yeah. They've got all these things that they talk about, things that they've done, and these pictures of like crowds of people in the street mm-hmm. with stuff. And it's two years or more old. Mm-hmm. It's over two years. How come they don't have anything recent? Yeah. Would you, you know, do this, this? These are simple questions. Yeah. And, and you look at their website, and it's not cheap. No. There's nothing cheap about no. their web presence. No. There's money thrown everywhere on If that. you Google Scientology on that first page of the 12 links, 11 of them are owned by Scientology. Yeah, it's all them. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, their mm-hmm. presence, even their their online course content mm-hmm. and all that, yeah. it's expensive. Yes. It's very expensive. And I know that. I've been in the field for a long time. Right, yes. It's very expensive. Uh, They have on the promo how Scientology was the most uh, trusted people during a wildfire in California. This is what you're talking about. Yeah. What was interesting, again, the overdone, overproduced footage. Mm -hmm. It's all fake. And the footage showed them all helping and making a difference. They're lifting stuff off of trucks and they're talking about how they were so integral. And they were saying that the fire departments Mm -hmm. said the only people they could depend on were the people in the yellow shirts because they were wearing the yellow shirts. And, you know, you would think that there'd be a video of them near the fire, smoke all over the place. Not at all. It's just all staged little yeah. things that they did probably in parking lots and uh, yeah, loading docks. I was going to say, probably at an org. All this stuff, yeah. Uh, there was no chaos of the situation like right, there yes. normally is. Yeah. You know, and and another thing that I look at, again, these scriptures, yeah. these 10 books. Now they've done all this thing for mankind. They're doing all this mm-hmm. stuff all over the world. And no one knows about his 10 books that are considered the backbone mm-hmm. and introduction to Scientology, these scriptures. Right. At best, everyone knows Dianetics. That's all. Yes. They state on the video that the headquarters in L.A. receives over 2,000 people per week checking out Scientology. Mm-hmm. 2,000 a week. That means that place is crowded all the time. Except and that's, it's not. And that's the number one thing that everybody says is where these buildings are. They're ghost towns. Yes. There's no one there. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they show the video where it's all these people. And, again, super, very high, overdone, overproduced Mm -hmm. videos. But basically, in one sentence, they explain, and this is their words, they explain Scientology as a fusion of old and new religions. (laughs) That's That's their deal. And so, basically, what you do is you walk in through the building, and they got all this material around. Mm -hmm. It's the library. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can check it out. You can ask questions. They got these things with headphones, and you listen to things. Mm -hmm. So they have what's called an Oxford Capacity Analysis. It's an OCA. Yes. 
And it's also known as the American Personality Analysis. Yes. And this is a list of questions which uh, is advertised as being a personality test. Yes. And it's administered for free by the Church of Scientology. The OCA test is offered by the Church of Scientology online at its local churches and sometimes at local fairs, carnivals, and other like public settings. Yes. And it has no relation to the University of Oxford at all. Right. Um, the test is really an important part of Scientology recruitment. So this is where I'm yeah. going to get into now with recruitment and right. how they get you in. And it's used worldwide by the Church of Scientology. It attracts new members. It's not a scientifically recognized test. And it's been criticized by numerous psychology organizations who point out that it is, quote, a not a genuine personality test. And they allege that Scientologists use it in a highly manipulative and manifestly unethical fashion. And basically what it is, is they're, they're finding out these weaknesses and they, it, yeah. it's to find things bad about you. Yeah. And they start looking at that and they go, hmm, you know. That's problematic. We found this. This is problematic. We can help you with that. Yeah. Oh, you know, we found this. That's problematic. We can help you with that. Mm -hmm. It's an hour, it's an hour uh, thing. You can do it online. You can do it over there. I'm going to do it for another episode. Okay. Um, and then they actually contact you and go through the yes. exchange with that. Yes. Who knows if they'll call me after this, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they have these introductory courses that offer basic life improvement and they're online. Right. You know, I took one earlier. Yes. You know, I have a certificate. You have a certificate yeah. and you have two badges. I have two badges. Yeah. Uh, and there, and there are things. You pretty much just logged on and you got a badge. You know, uh, no, I got a badge for starting one. Yeah. 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 But they have a number of courses and, and there are things like communication, talking your problems out. And this is to bait you into the Griff scheme. Yes. It's this honest type of thing. But even looking at the questions and the answers, it's it's putting you into a position where the grooming, like I turn it's you. grooming, yeah. I turn you, I'm like, they're starting immediately. Yes. You know, yeah. the filtering process is yes. starting now. Yes. You know, and has, and if already you're started. and if you're hungry enough, I could see where that communication would draw someone in. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the problem I have is these introductory courses and you have people that have problems communicating, talking about their problems, things like that. This is where I can't explain enough the true problems of the current age. Mm -hmm. These are adults that have grown grown up, graduated high school completed college, completed university, and have no basic life skills. It's a problem because then you get Scientology to come to the rescue. Yes. And they these institutions, Scientology, Nexium, yes, whoever it is, they prey on this in a huge way. They do. And I will say that the education like to have a diploma or to have a degree, mm -hmm. you have to do that outside of Scientology. So like if you're born into Scientology, your education is through Scientology. Oh yeah, you're all Scientology. And it, should you at some point leave Scientology, you realize that you've actually learned nothing. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I'm saying like yeah. those tests, that yeah. I was taking, yep. those courses I was mm -hmm. taking, it's like, 
this doesn't teach you anything. No. But it gives the appearance that you're learning something. Yes. It really is. It's it's terrible. Yes. It's absolutely terrible. So next what they'll do is what they call like a, it, it ranges through a different bits, but it's like a purification program. Mm-hmm. And that's next. And basically what it is, is just exercise in steam rooms, you know? Yeah. And if you've never been to a steam room before, it's an amazing experience. I mean, you sweat out all your impurities and you literally come out feeling like a brand new person. But this gets you in further and further and yeah. further. And then the beauty comes, the auditing programs. Yeah. And the auditing is what they call a spiritual technology. Mm-hmm. It's their words. Mm-hmm. And this is the genius of the manipulation right through here. So what they have is an e-meter and they started out with literally like two cans. Yeah. And like this shitty like meter. Yeah. A needle like me- a volt meter. A voltmeter with yeah. a needle. And it would just jump up on whatever kind of electricity your body's handling. Right. It's that that part of it's real. It's measuring your electricity to some degree. Um, but here's the genius of it. The e-meter itself is a disconnect between what's known as the auditor and the person getting audited. Mm-hmm. So the auditor does nothing but ask questions. Correct. They don't answer. No. They don't do anything like that. And they're trained for that. Yes. And they're trained very well to ask the right questions, the right time. When they see the meter drop, oh, that was something. Yeah. Are you thinking about something? Mm -hmm. Is there something that's bothering you? Yes. It's all questions. Yes. And the whole point of it is, is the auditor only listens, uses the readings of the e-meter to get the person being audited to discover problems on their own and also provide their own answer to their solutions. It's a terrible process. Yeah. Because... they might be asking the wrong questions to themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, they might be determining the wrong things about themselves, but it doesn't matter to the auditor. What matters is, is you found something. Correct. And they have to find things. Correct. This gets deeper into what Scientology puts. Like you're an auditor, you're auditing someone, you need to find three events, you know, or four events. And you need, you know, there's a a trans... Uh, like a key performance indicator. There's Correct. Like, you have you to know. find things in your audit sessions. If you're taking courses, you need to be bringing more people in. Mm-hmm. It's it's a huge pyramid yeah. scheme. So, so now what this is doing is it's being perceived as enlightenment. Right. And that's, that's the grift. Mm-hmm. That turns it in. So now that you've got them mm-hmm. and they're like, man, I'm really fixing myself. Yeah. I'm really doing well with myself. And they're there for hours and they're hanging out with other people that are getting into Scientology and going through the same thing. And this is the isolation of pulling you away from everyone else. And if you do go to someone else outside and you explain it and you go back to Scientology, they're like, look, no, you see, you're enlightened. No, you're enlightened. They don't know. Right. You can't talk they, to anyone outside of the church because they don't understand. Yeah, they, they don't, don't understand yes. because they're not enlightened. Correct. They're, you know, they're not clearing. They're not clearing. I believe and, they refer to us as raw meat. Yeah, I don't know. So so now the problem is, again, doing all these cults, mm-hmm. you kind of get the ritual now. You have them in, but what you have to do is effectively do a transfer. Mm-hmm. You have to do a transfer to get... Not only because right now they're just the recipients. They're right. not the givers. Yeah. So this is how they do it. This is the true, lack of a better term, bridge 
into how people really start into Scientology. Because when you're doing all the free classes and you're doing all the, you know, you're doing the auditing and you're being audited, you're not into Scientology yet. No. And and there needs to be this transfer mechanism to get you into Scientology. And where they start with that is to get people who are into auditing and they feel like they're getting a benefit and they offer them training to be auditing. Correct. To because be auditors. Yes. who wouldn't want to help people? Yep. So this gets motivated people into the schools and it also helps Scientology filter out the uninterested and the motivated. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, you think about it, it's freaking genius. Yeah. And here's the thing. And this is what I always say about cults. This is the dangerous area of it. Is that on accident or on purpose? You yeah. really got to ask that question. Cause if oh, it's a hundred percent on purpose because how well, else no, are they going to. I mean, on accident that it's malicious. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, I mean, if you believe your own bullshit, you think that's real. Right. Yeah. Well, like you Leah know. said before yeah. she left, she was like, I literally thought we were clearing the planet. Saving like, the planet. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I, I seriously believed it. Yeah. And she goes, and it wasn't until. Now, the thing you got to ask is, is do the people on top think it's a scam? You know, and that's. That's the ones where, still in it, no. No, but, and that's where you see how yeah. dangerous Scientology really is. Mm-hmm. Because this is how you filter out the uninterested. If I'm just sitting there and I'm getting audited and I'm like, this is fucking stupid, I'm out of here. Yeah. They don't want me. No. Yeah. What they want is the person that's like, oh my God, this is changing my life. Yes. And I just can't thank you yes. enough. I, I want to get more involved. How do I help? Yes. Well, how about we train you to be an auditor mm-hmm. and you can help someone like you that walk through the door. Mm-hmm. Now you've got somebody that's like, I used to be just like you. Yeah. And I've we could, literally been I've, in your I've shoes. I've literally been in your shoes. Mm-hmm. And that's the transfer. That's the whole thing. And that's when you're starting to get into Scientology. Yes. Because when you get into that, that's where they bring in the bridge. They do. So for those that don't know, if you haven't read any of the books or watched any of the documentaries on Scientology, I believe we've watched just about every doc there is. <laughs> Probably. Uh, they, I will say they're consistent. Their message is consistent. The people who left all experienced similar conditions within Scientology and experienced similar conditions when they left Scientology. Yeah. That message is very clear across all of them. Yeah. It's not murky. Even in the books. So it's. I think the the most well-known is the aftermath with Leah Rimini and Mike Rinder. Mm-hmm. It should be noted, Mike Rinder was very high up in he was, Scientology. He was about as high as it gets. He was right up there with, he worked directly with David Miscavige. Yeah. Like, he was the right-hand man whenever. And he was the guy that knew where all the bodies were buried. Uh, well, like, yeah, because he was, he was Miscavige's pit bull. Yeah. He would sick Rinder on whoever it was he felt was. Well, that's he, Mike Rinder was church. part of the fair gaming he was. process. He was. You know, do we want to explain fair gaming right now? We'll get there. Okay. All right. So they keep you engaged by making you take the courses on the bridge. So let's break this down. There's actually two levels. Mm-hmm. There's the level of the bridge where you go through the auditing, you do your courses, and you get to quote unquote clear. 
after clear, you start your second leg of the bridge, which are your OT levels. Mm -hmm. Which OT is operating Operating Thaden. Mm-hmm. All right. So according to, we're going to get to the dollar amount, and the dollar amount is coming directly from Leah Rimini, Mike Rinder, and their guests. They're all kind of confirming the mm-hmm. dollar amounts. All Scientologists, regardless of rank, work their way through Dianetics studies and courses, which can sometimes consume decades of an individual's life, to ascend the bridge to total freedom. The bridge consists of multiple steps and positions, as I said, that a Scientologist must complete before they can move on to the next stage. Now, at some point when you're working your way up the bridge, you become part of Scientology. Like, you now work for Scientology, Mm -hmm. either as an auditor, as an intake person, you are working for Scientology in some capacity, unless you're a celebrity. That's the only yeah. caveat. Because they have the money. Correct. Everyone else, they are working their way through the bridge mm-hmm. with Scientology. However, once you start working for Scientology, you don't have time to take the courses to make your way through the bridge. So, awesome. To ascend, um, the bridge consists of the multiple steps and positions that the Scientologist must complete before they can move on to the next stage. So um, Leah and Mike and their guests broke down the journey, revealing what you learn during every level and estimating the approximate cost on average to complete the bridge. Remini and Rinder say it wouldn't be out of the ordinary for an individual to spend approximately $500,000 to reach the top tiers of Scientology. Yeah. As you get higher in Scientology Church, you're expected to consistently take courses. Beginner courses cost around $650, escalating into the thousands as you get higher. To reach the OT levels, operating Thetan levels, not only that, but you're concurrently shelling out big dough for audits at $800 an hour. Dianetics books, a package of books, costs on average $4,000. And along the way, Scientology consistently updates the course material. So even if you reach the top, chances are you're looking at additional courses and more spending. Quote, there is no other religion that I know of that requires two and a half hours of your day a quarter of a million dollars minimum, and at least 40 years of your life. Yeah. End quote, said Remini. No, there's no other religion like it. Don't even think about telling anyone what you've learned as you ascend either. That's considered confidential information to Scientologists, and there's a $100,000 fine anytime someone reveals details about Scientology teachings and beliefs to anyone outside the organization. It's even punishable to tell your husband, wife, family, friends, or fellow lower-ranked Scientologists. OT7, one of the highest levels, costs approximately thirty dollars to $40,000 per year, said Rinder. And Scientologists spend literally decades working on that level. So you do the math. The average, quote, the average Scientologist would take mortgages out on their homes and they would get many credit cards and max their credit cards out and live below their means, explained Remini's mother. The worst part of it, says the group, 
is when you realize after 20 years of dedication that the upper OT levels don't offer any sort of magical or earth-shattering revelations as were promised at the start of your journey. In fact, the OT levels at eight and above don't offer much at all. They make claims that you'll be able to read people's minds. Oh, they're all but saying you're going to get superpowers. Yeah. Like flight, like you will be able to operate your mind to a point where. Yeah, you could transport yes. to areas and yeah. Have like saintly properties. Basically. Correct. Yes. Well, be a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. The word, um, quote, it's the opposite from an oh my God moment, said Render. It's like, yeah, the truth of the matter is the end result of all this is, of this is to be told, eh, it wasn't any of that. You weren't any of those things. Sorry. Now you get the chance to find out who you really are. The final carrot is you will find out who you really are on OT9 and OT10, but OT9 and OT10 don't exist, end quote. So the big reveal of Scientology at the top levels, you learn who you really are, which is what you were before you even started the bridge process and spent your life's earnings. Mm -hmm. And in order to find out who you really are, you have to disregard everything you've learned up to that point and take even more courses. It's no coincidence, says Rinder, that many Scientologists get disillusioned at OT level eight. And that's the time when you see the most people leave the religion. Remini's mother left at this time. Yeah. Yeah. It should be noted. Leah not only paid for her bridge, she paid for her mother. Like she was paying for her family. Yeah. I feel bad. Yeah. Quote, there's a lot of trauma connected to what we've all been through. What Scientologists and Sea Org members have been through. They take you absolutely prisoner, your life, your spirituality, your freedom. They make you believe that without it, you'll be a failure. They make you believe that without it, you'll literally die, Remini said. Quote, you sacrifice everything, money, time, your family, your careers for this bridge. And I hope that we have explained to people that you shouldn't waste your time. So what do you learn on OT8? Here is a letter handwritten by L. Ron Hubbard. The head of the Galactic Confederation, 76 planets around larger stars visible from here, founded 95 million years ago, very space opera, solved overpopulation, 250 billion or so per planet to 178 billion on average by mass implanting. He caused people to be brought to Tegiak, Earth, and put an H-bomb on the principal volcanoes, Incident 2, and then the Pacific Area ones were taken in boxes to Hawaii and the Atlantic Area ones to Las Palmas, and they're, quote-unquote, packaged. His name was Xenu. He used renegades. Various misleading data by means of circuits, etc., was placed in the implants. When through this, when through with his crime, loyal officers to the people captured him after six years of battle and put him in an electronic mountain trap where he still is. Quote, they are gone. The place, the Confederation, has since been a desert. A reader writes to inform us that the body Thetans idea is similar to Gurdjieff's organ Kundabuffer. 
an organ supposedly implanted long ago in human bodies in order to twist their perception of reality. The whole Gurdjieff's work was aimed to destroy the consequences of this organ, as repeated many times in his Beezlebub's Tales to his grandson book. So what happens if you read this Thetan bullshit that appears to be an idea taken from someone else that Hubbard stole from someone else? Well, and, and first off... What happens is, is you go through all of these levels. Yes. You spend all this money. Yes. You're a half million in the hole. You're in hocking and in debt or you're a celebrity and you yeah. just got the money and you blow on it. Yep. And they walk, they put you in a room, a secure room, yep. and they come in with a briefcase that's yes. locked. Yeah. And they unlock this briefcase and this this big reveal mm -hmm. and you receive that letter that Jen just read off. Yeah. That's what you spent decades on your life on. Yes. That's what Tom Cruise spent decade and decade and decades of his life on. Yes. Tom Cruise has read that letter and he's still in. All in. All in. Number two, they say. Yeah. I don't know, but he's in there. Yeah. And we're going to hit that a little later, but I just wanted to add that. If you thought yeah. that letter was crazy... Well, I agree. Okay. So what <laughs> happens if you read this Thetan bullshit that appears to be taken from somebody else? Like it's not even mm -hmm. Hubbard's original idea. Yeah. And you're like, fuck this shit. I'm out. Well, if your family or friends are all in the church and do not wish to leave with you, then they will need to disconnect from you. Meanwhile, the church will start a harassment campaign to try and get you to one, not leave, or two, if you do leave, to come, come back. back. They will stalk you, go through your garbage, plant Scientologists as neighbors. This seems to be reserved for those that speak out against the church or held a high position of authority within the church and then leave. And this policy has its own name, Fair Game. Fair Game. If you leave the church and start speaking out about your experience, especially if it was bad, it is met by your church enacting fair game where the goal is to destroy you. Those were L. Ron's own words. You harass them and impact their lives so negatively that they submit. Just go on the offensive. This fair game policy was enacted against the IRS and resulted in Scientology being given tax-exempt status, status and that's, essentially stated they're a religion. Yeah, that's how so, they got it. With this pyramid scheme of a religion, the church has so much money that they keep building technology centers that no one uses. They have several houses built and maintained specifically for L. Ron Hubbard's return, as I mentioned, including putting out pajamas for him every night. They have all but taken over the city of Clearwater, Florida, which yeah. is unfortunate. The fact that they have millions of dollars to throw away on these things is abhorrent. If they were truly interested in helping people and clearing the planet, they would be spending those funds on people that that actually live and yeah. who actually need the help. The the bullshit that you see on the intro video yes. on their website, helping all these people, helping people everywhere. It would be nice if they actually did that. Yeah, but they don't. No, they don't. The whole bit on Clearwater sad. Yes. If you don't believe us... Anytime you're in the Clearwater area, look at how it's a fucking ghost town. It is. And there are. And I used to go there. I went there as a kid when we went on vacation to Florida. We went to Orlando for 
Disney and we went to Clearwater Beach before we went home. It was like uh, we did like an overnight or two nights. And I remember that place was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then like I see the videos of people that just where they own blocks of that place. And yeah, like there are there are parks you can't walk through, yeah. benches you can't sit and on. And it's a ghost town. Yeah. There's no one there. Nobody. <laughs> so I know of no church that does nothing to help the people in their community and are not trying to leave the world better than they found it. Now, Scientology claims they are working to clear the planet, but only if you can afford the auditing and the classes associated with doing so. If you can't afford it, you are dead to them. You don't exist to them. But the church itself isn't even the worst part. They have all these other offshoot groups. They've got the way to happiness, Applied Scholastics, which is supposed to be like their education and like college program, which shocker has no actually accredited teachers. Like no one holds yeah, it's not a degree. A, it's not an accredited institution. Criminal reform, Narcanon drug rehab, which has literally helped no one. Well, look at LA. Yeah. Look at through there, where yeah. they're based out of. That's yeah. their that's their headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. That's also where they were claiming that they have worked so well with the Yeah, the, the crime police and the police and, and the crime in LA was at a, an all time low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they also have drug free world, human rights, mental health reform, volunteer ministers, Freedom Magazine, and a voice for human rights. So Narconon was founded in nineteen sixty six based on the discoveries and writings of author humanitarian L. Ron Hubbard. Today, Narconon constitutes a worldwide network that daily helps people recover from the devastation of drug addiction. How do they do it? You go for a walk. Narconon drug rehabilitation methods, all drug-free, combine a precise regimen that eliminates drug residues from the body with procedures to alleviate the mental and physical anguish connected with drugs. It should be noted that, say for example, you are an alcoholic You cannot just detox. You have to be medicated. You have to work your way through it to get the alcohol out of your system. Otherwise, you experience toxicity and, in worst cases, death. Yeah, a lot of them are in that situation. You can't say everybody, but... Right. But my point is that you can't just not supply drugs to people, and Mm -hmm. that's going to make them better. Yeah. Narconon not only addresses the debilitating effects of drug abuse on both mind and body, but also resolves the reasons why a person turned to drugs in the first place. I'm cool with that. Like, if you work through your trauma, maybe you won't turn to whatever the chemical was that Mm -hmm. you used to numb that pain. To date, the program has helped tens of thousands start a new life free from drugs. But Narconon doesn't stop there. It reaches out to inform young people and adults about drugs and drug abuse through its education and prevention program. They don't go to the schools or anything like that. To date, Narconon drug education specialists have directly reached more than 16 million individuals. Maybe. True freedom for the individual cannot be attained in a world awash with substance abuse and drug addiction. That is why the Church of Scientology is fully committed to programs that affect address the social issue way to go 
I don't think we could do it without you, Scientology. How do we do it? Well, we have this applied scholastics. This is where we teach you how to be educated. Yeah. Applied Scholastics International is a secular nonprofit public benefit corporation. What? It's it's called money laundering. Yes, that addresses head on the problem of illiteracy by making broadly available L. Ron Hubbard's discoveries in the field of education and literacy. Mr. Hubbard recognized the deep effects and so they're clearly stating that your education is simply his books, his Scientology. Writings. It's yeah. the answer to everything. Yeah, it sure is. Everything that you need an answer for is in Scientology. Correct, because Mr. Nothing Hubbard else. recognized the deep effects on society of yeah. lowered education standards and literacy levels, observing mm-hmm. that the illiterate are functionally illiterate, denied work and opportunity, often fall prey to criminality, vice, or drugs. Thus, he embarked on an examination of the subject of study and isolated the precise causes for the success or failure of any activity or study. Boy, good on you. So fundamental were his discoveries to the field of education, he released them for broad use. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Applied Scholastics has been dedicated for more than four decades to making these solutions to learning and literacy available internationally. That's kind of frightening. I don't want this shit going all over the world. Applied Scholastics is a fully independent, non-denominational organization supported by the Church of Scientology and by Scientologists dedicated to raising educational standards throughout the world. But yet no one's heard about it. Exactly. I wonder if they learn like Common Core. Applied Scholastics recognizes (laughs) that the world will one day rest in the hands of today's children and how well they are equipped to carry this society forward depends on how well they are educated. I do agree that the best way to move forward is through education. Knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. However, Mm -hmm. if you're just getting one view on one thing and you're not getting the full picture, like instead, say you're looking at a forest and you're simply getting a leaf. Yeah. You miss out on the branches, Mm -hmm. the bark, the trunk, the roots, the surrounding trees, everything that's on the, the forest floor. Like you've, you've eliminated the, the sky above, you've eliminated everything and you're just looking at a leaf. How is that helpful? How does that help you get knowledge? It'll teach you a whole lot about that leaf, but it doesn't teach you about any of that other stuff. It doesn't give you enough of a, but this a knowledge is the, base. This is the psychology of this group where all that other shit is bullshit. It's just Scientology. That's it. Yeah. It's all you need to know. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say it too from Christianity. Like, most of the important things are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. They really are. Yeah. But people can say whatever they want, but I'm sorry. Christianity's been rolling strong since year zero. It's a, and this is where I'm getting at how yeah. big, we talked about this before yes. a couple of times. I don't think people really understand how big Christ freaking was. And everybody says, oh, he didn't exist. Really? They stopped time. 
Yeah. They restarted time. Yes. And it became zero. Yes. Name me one other time that's freaking happened. It well, hasn't. they have changed it. So yeah. it's no longer before Christ. It is now common era, before common era. It's still a yes. zero reset. Yes. And people are going to say, why did this restart at zero? Mm-hmm. You can't have that conversation without talking about Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And all of the people that got transferred. Mm-hmm. And in, mm-hmm. and change, and everybody say, well, it was either that or kill him. You have no idea how many Christians got killed. Yes, yes. You have no idea how many. It's 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 literally unrecorded, but it's it's millions. Yes. And yet, millions were still changed. Yes. So obviously, something huge happened. happened. Yes. Massive, yes. revolutionary yes. that no one else has ever seen in the history of time. How could that be possible? Because L. Ron Hubbard didn't write it. No, but that's what I'm getting at yeah. is like, yeah, they're focused just on that. And I'm even saying like the Bible isn't the answer to everything. No. And I know there's Christians sitting there like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, it's the core. Yes. The core stuff is there. Yes. Be How to forgive. Yes. How to um, go through life and try to be as... How how can I to put it bestly? To be a bestly? good person. Like, you don't kill no, people. No, just grounded. Yes. How to go through life and be grounded on core areas. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness, yes. charitable yes. acts, love, mm-hmm. all those type of things. Now, granted, you can go into the Bible and pull out some wacky shit. Yeah, it's there. Mm-hmm. I'm not denying it. Yeah. But the fact is, is the core stuff is in inve- it's it's priceless. Right. Yes. And it's been gluing people together for a long time. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you're seeing it now. You want to see what life is like without the Bible? It's happening. Yeah. Yeah, when you deny God, you get to where we are. Yeah, if you don't have a solution in yes. place for this thing that's yes. been holding everything together. Right. You know, yes. I mean, even if your house was put together by duct tape. Yes. If you take all the duct tape off of that, it falls off. If right. you don't have a solution for that, yes. you've your house is falling apart. Yes, you need a foundation. So even if you're just sitting mm-hmm. there saying, well, it's just duct tape, it's like, yeah, it's just duct tape, but it's holding everything together. Right, yes. You can't deny that. Right. Now, the thing I've got to ask with Scientology is, what is holding everything together? Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's falling apart everywhere. Mm-hmm. And you got, so what's holding it together, I know the answer to this question, is fear. Yes, Fear yeah. is holding that group together. Mm-hmm. There's a group that even deep down inside, if they have just a, an ounce of feeling, and I'm even talking to diehards, if they have an ounce of feeling of something, they immediately got to squash that down because this is where you get too far into a group. Mm-hmm. And I say a group because this is where you're getting into cult land. Mm-hmm. If you can't walk out and lose and keep everything, right? You're you're in a cult. Yes. And that's clearly evident here yes and what makes these guys the granddaddies and just the crazies of all of it is the fact that not only can you not walk out you walk out they're gonna fucking ruin you yeah yeah they're gonna take away everything Everything. from you and they're gonna just shame you and they have no problem spreading lies oh yeah for one woman they accused her of essentially molesting children yeah yeah she did none of those things yeah but didn't stop them from turning her into the into the police. No. And then they had to investigate only to find out, yeah, no, she didn't do any of the things they said she did. Mm-hmm. But how does that look to your neighbors? How does that look to your employer? And that's the whole reason why they do it. Yeah. 
No, and and I get it. People fall for it. Yes. And honestly, that's what scares me all the time with it. Mm-hmm. I I was watching that video mm-hmm. for one hour, and I'm looking at all the overdone production yes. and just the fakery of it all. Yes. Each was a stage yep. set. Yep. The lighting was mm-hmm. just right. I'm like, people don't know how to make a set look like that. It's lighting everywhere. Yes. It's all the, yeah. None of that was natural. None of it was organic no. because yeah. it would be lighted by natural lighting. Right. It yes. would, you know, it would look not, natural. It, it would look not staged and right. perfect. Every yes. video was perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even in the beginning, they claimed, you know, many celebrities benefit from Scientology and they're like, and you're going to see them. You know, uh, you know, we're, we're, you're going to see him. And then the funny part is, is after the whole hour, who are we section of it? No celebrities were present. No, no. Uh, they had one guy who said he was a professional athlete. Yes. And, but they didn't have a name thing with it. No. And that was the whole revealing thing is all of that. All these faithful followers, Mm -hmm. all these people that believe in it and want you to believe in it. They did not disclose one single name at all. Nope. Even the women that were yeah. at the, the center yeah. and they were talking about how great it was. They didn't say mm-hmm. Susie Buttons. No. Uh, Scientology member since blah, 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 1992. No. no. They didn't say any of that. And the only name that was disclosed in the whole entire thing Is David was Miscavige. David Miscavige in the beginning. Yeah. And it said right on the bottom, yeah. you know, David Miscavige, blah, blah, well, blah. because... Let's be honest. Because he's Scientology. That's what it is. Yep. You know, and the stories about this guy we're doing on future future episodes. He should have his own episode. No, he's gonna. I mean, just like I said, The Bridge is going to have its own episode. L. Ron Hubbard's going to have its own episode. Fair Gain's going to have its own episode. Just to clue you in on where we're going with this. Yes. Cult of the Month led to this. We're going to do other cults. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I mean, because... There's plenty. There's a bunch of others, but we didn't want to start with this one. No. Again, we wanted to get the psychology into yes. it, get all of this kind of core stuff so we could break this one down because I'm sorry. All of you that think Travolta and Cruz are the greatest thing since sliced bread, I'm going to tell you right now, they're great actors. Do you want okay? to know why Travolta is still in Scientology? <laughs> Fucking fear. Yeah. Because they've got all the dirt on him. And it's the same thing with Tom Cruise. Exactly. So they're just all in. Yeah. And here's the other thing. The other reason they're all in is because they believe they wouldn't have any of the shit they have. Yeah. They would have no success without Scientology. And that's how browbeaten down those guys are. Yeah. That's what that religion's done to them. Mm -hmm. They've made them feel like they'd be freaking loser nothings without Without Scientology. Scientology. Without... You know, and that's crazy because they're great actors. They have a natural talent. They have an amazing natural talent. One might say a God-given gift. Yes, if you may be so bold. Oh, I am going to be that bold. No, I mean, and that's where I I just can't get over the excuses people make for Tom Cruise. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you don't know about this religion. It's crazy. His whole staff is all Scientologists. Yes. Yeah. He has Scientology around him 20 or seven. Do you know why? Because the one time he did not have Scientology all around him was mm-hmm. when he was married to Nicole Kidman and it's... they were working on uh what is it, Eyes Wide Shut mm-hmm. that they worked on together. Yeah. Over and they were over in England. Yeah. And that's when Miscavige was like, No, 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 no. We're not losing. We're not losing oh, him. Yeah, because and they broke up 
the marriage. They got rid of yeah. Nicole Kidman, had her labeled a suppressive person because her father is a psychologist, mm -hmm. and then proceeded to have... And a suppressive person is a outside person. Yeah, someone who's just threat. not in Scientology. No, not in Scientology, but also a threat yes. to a Scientologist. Yes. And uh, they held auditions for who would be his mm -hmm. girlfriend. Yeah. How fucking sick is that? It's crazy. Which, where did they get that girl from? Yeah. This goes back to human trafficking, for Christ's <laughs> sakes. You know, I mean, it's just, it's it's insane. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. And at some point, like, this is where I was talking about in Grim Reaper, the brief stuff I was yeah. talking about with the research I've done with human trafficking. Like, you've got to start putting this shit together. And you got to open your eyes yeah. and see this. And it's like he came out with Maverick and everybody's oogling and ogling. And you know what? I bet it's a good movie. Mm -hmm. I'll probably watch it at some point. Yeah. But the fact is, is I'm sorry. I'm not separating my stuff. You know, this guy has to answer for things. Yeah. He won't. He no. never will. No, he's never going to be held accountable he's gonna for be, anything. He's going to be the poster child of both Scientology and the rest of the world. He's going to be this beautiful poster child. Because they've built him up to be this great thing oh, yeah. on both sides. Yes. Yeah. He's this super mega star yep. that no one wants to believe anything terrible mm -hmm. can happen. Mm -hmm. And then there's a scary part where I talk to, I've talked to a few girls that are just nuts about him. I'm like, you know, he's in a cult, right? And they're like, well, yeah, I join it. I join it to get, you know, get with him and all, you know, and I just look and I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah. You know. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's like, you think you're going to be Tom Cruise status when, you know, even yeah. if you got near him, you know, he's going to treat you like garbage because that's what you are. Yeah. Because you're nothing to him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, uh, it, it's, it's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. If you're crazy. not OT8, you don't exist to him. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're a suppressive person. <laughs> yeah. And, and it just. Yeah, that's where you really start looking at the whole forest. You look hey, at the thanks, Mimi Rogers, for taking Tom Cruise and bringing him into Scientology. You know, great yeah, great idea. Yeah, I mean, if you if you think about it, that's how it started. Yeah, you know, and again, we're gonna do a celebrities yes. episode with Scientology. There's just so much to do. Oh There's yeah, so much to cover. This There's so is much the to gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, and and it just. I'm glad we were getting into cults to do this because, like I said, people need to hear how big, how vast, how far this goes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if you're not familiar with it and you want to learn more about it, I suggest Scientology, The Aftermath. Definitely. Uh, with Leah Remini. Uh, and I also uh, fair game their podcast. Yep. Definitely. The thing. So. The last numbers I heard were a few years back, like 2015. They were saying there was only 25,000 members left. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't think we're where... ever going to get an accurate count no. because the church is going to continue to say there's millions of them yeah. worldwide. Yeah. And yeah. they're not going to account for the people that have left. No, no. And and that's that's really where... I throw this to the person, maybe the, the just the one person that's thinking about getting into Scientology mm -hmm. or is in it and not really in it too far. 
look at that video again and go through what I just said. Yes. It's all polished. Yes. It's all fake. Yes. It's not real. Yes. It's all lighted scenes. It's yes. all actors. Yep. You know, because if it was real people, wouldn't they want to spread their names yeah. and talk about how long yeah. they've been there and put mm-hmm. that human aspect to it? Right. And that's where you see that it's a corporation. Yes. With tax exempt status. Correct. It's exactly what it is. Yes. Their goal is money. Exactly. And power. Yes. Power over you. Yes. That's all it is, unfortunately. And well, uh that's what Miscavige digs is well, the power. Yeah. But then I wonder he's drunk like, with it. I wonder what happens when he's done. Like if it is Tom Cruise. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. Tom Cruise isn't a young guy either. No. So, what, you get another year or two? And that's where I wonder, like, who's the aspiring person under Miscavige? Are there going to be homes for them with uh, PJs laid out on the bed for when they do their uh, second (laughs) go-round? Yeah, I don't know. Because it's it's worked so well for LRH. It's so crazy. He was a guy that wrote the technology, guys. Yeah. If the guy who gave you everything, your policies, your procedures, your fucking believies, and everything he said, he hasn't been able to pull off any of it, you're just not going to take that second and be like, wait a minute. You've got life-size photos of this guy everywhere. You've got portraits of him. Mm-hmm. You, you brag about this guy and how wonderful he is. And how you would be lost without him. No, you know what? I Here's my, my, my bit on that is I don't care what people believe in as long as other people don't get hurt. So even that letter that you rattled off mm-hmm. and I, and I made the point, this is why I made the point earlier about it. It's like Tom Cruise read that same letter. Yeah. And he was like, and he's I'm in. still in. Yeah. And he's in deeper and deeper every year. I've every got year. Aliens all over me. Now here's the thing. In my opinion, and this is again me against the establishment type. This against the establishment, Frank, and believing in your mm-hmm. human rights and your right to speech and you know, your right to assemble and just all that stuff. If he believes that, fine. Yeah. If if he believed that. And that's all he was doing was making movies and right. and he contributed in a group that was helping people and you know was was giving all this information out instead cool. of yeah. instead of holding it in and yeah. fleecing people for money. Yeah. But let's just say it was out and I I don't care. I don't right. care what he believes yeah. in. He can believe in a guy that got buried in a volcano and erupted and his right. things went all over. I, I don't care. Right. I really don't. But the problem I have with it is that exact organization doesn't do any of those things for charity. It doesn't. They don't do anything. That's all they do is a little photo shoot to show photo for, their, for their propaganda yeah. p- material to recruit people in. All their information. And of course, when Leah Remini did the aftermath, um, all of their stuff was tied in and you had to pay for it. Yes. They basically handed you Dianetics and that was it. Yes. And her whole thing was, is they fleece you for money. They fleece you for money. Yeah. And so, again, this is where I call this Scientology network a defense position. Mm-hmm. 
which again, I give Leah and Mike all the credit in the yeah. world. They got him on the defense to say, well, we got to create this network. Yeah. We got to show that we're not these things they're saying. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to build this massively expensive, mm-hmm. very expensive internet presence. Yes. We're going to have free videos. Yep. We're going to have free material. There's going to be a network TV where they learn about all this stuff, but they don't really fucking learn anything. Right. And you're going to take these online courses mm-hmm. and it's free mm-hmm. and, and you're going to get all, you know, and that's, so what he did was say, well, yeah, we don't charge for everything. We're going to use the internet now to draw you in. Right. Yeah. But it still ends with you walking into the center yep. and getting more. Starting on the bridge. And starting on Taking a, well, the courses. Reading the books. Doing and auditing, reading the, all that stuff. You're going to have the, to pay your way. You you're pay gonna, your way through. They're going to get your money one way or another. Yeah. And all of this stuff that's supposed to save the planet is secret. Yeah. It's secret. It's in a briefcase with a handcuff on it. And, you know, it's the secret handshake. And you got to spend all this money and put all this years of your life. You know, it's like. Let me let me save you $500,000. It's aliens. <laughs> but but what I'm getting at is, is that's where I just can't have any respect for the no. Tom Cruises and the others no. that are in it. No. It's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I can say he's a good actor. I can say all this. But he is a member of something terrible. He is. He is. And you have to admit that. Yes. You have to come clear with it. Yes. Literally. Yes. I'm using their language. Yes. You have to come clear with it. Yes. And you have to admit that he's in it. Yeah. It's not even he's in it. He's leading it. Yeah. He's next in line. Like, yeah. And I'm sorry. That place wouldn't be shit without him. That's why they held on to and him. And that's why they've held yes. on to him. They've built him hangers and given him gifts. Yes. And, you know, everything is paid by Scientology because mm-hmm. I can't even imagine the checks he's cutting off to them. Oh. I would imagine. Oh. I, I bet he built one of L. Ron Hubbard's houses himself no, with I'm, his donations. I'm betting with the amount of money he's pulled in in his whole entire life, mm-hmm. and they've had him for his whole entire life. Pretty much. Since she was in his late teens. Mm, early 20s. 20s. He was in his 20s. Yeah, early 20s. I mean, he's what, 60 now? Something like that. Yeah, he's 40. That's 40 years with yeah. these guys. Look at every blockbuster movie he's ever yep. done. All this money he has. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if half the money that Scientology has is him. I wouldn't be surprised either. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, it, if half of their money is all him. Yep. And that's the thing is they need him. Yeah. They but do. the dirt they got to have on him, just the dirt they got to have for yeah. him not to leave. Or maybe he's 100% in it. Yeah, even if he's in it, you know, and I mean. No, like I mean, he. it doesn't matter what dirt they have on it. No, exactly. He's in. That's what I mean. You know, so it's one or the other with that. Yeah. I think he's just in. Yeah. He's all in. He's all in. You've got to detach. Travolta is still there. Because of yeah. what they know well, about Well, because him. Travolta hasn't yes. done a movie since, no. what, fucking Look Who's Talking To? You know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's been a while. No, but but that's what I'm getting at is I, Tom Cruise is in such a bubble. Yeah. And it's a Scientology bubble, mm-hmm. you know, where you do get someone like John Travolta who has left the Hollywood bubble. Yeah. And he's in a life where he's doing whatever. But yeah, I would believe that difference of he's in there for fear, but Tom Cruise, like I'm fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah. 
I'm Scientology. Yeah. yeah. I'm the movie star guy. I'm yeah. the, you know, just all the ego of he's the all king of it. shit. They've, They've literally... been sucking his dick for the 40 years he's been in there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I wonder when Miscavige goes, yeah. what happens to Scientology? It's, it's, it's the huge question of questions. And that's where I think Scientology is going to go just as fast as it came in. Yeah. It's just going to wither away. It came in like a wrecking yeah. ball and it's going to go out. Like oh yeah. Because ball. think about it from a brutal dictatorial sense. Yeah. Who's the fucking guy who's under Miscavige getting beat on all the time, right. taking all the licks? Yeah. That guy's worse than Miscavige. Yeah. And that's where you have like Nero. Yeah. You know. Like, well, we'll see. Yeah. And and that's where it'll just go too far. But the, the fact that the, the FBI and the federal government is not going after these people. Yeah. Is insane. It's a travesty. It really is, which shows the dirt that. And the only reason the IRS gave them their tax exempt status was because they were literally going after the agents. They fair yeah. gamed the agents. Yeah. They How fair, fucking shitty is that? They fair gamed everybody in. Yes. It. And that's what I'm saying. The yeah. government's still afraid to take that on. Yeah. So think about that's why we did Waco. Okay. Yeah. All of this adds up. Yeah. They went in and raided Waco like it was no freaking problem. Yeah. It was a PR disaster. NBD, it no was, big deal. It was a PR disaster. It was horrible. But you look at everybody they go after, the mm-hmm. FBI, mm-hmm. Homeland Security, or ATF. Yeah. And yet they're not going after, they're not touching these guys with a 10-foot fucking pole. No. None no, of No, they're it. not. They're not doing a damn thing about it. No raids, no surveillance, Nothing. nothing. They don't want to deal with any of these guys. The silence is deafening. It's deafening. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely deafening. It's 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 awkward at this point. Yeah. Very awkward. And so that's where I uh, wanted to finish at least this episode up with a, uh, a cool quote I like. Okay. And it says, you can fool some of the people all the time and all of the people some of the time but you cannot fool all of the people all the time. It's true. Abraham Lincoln. Go, Abe. Yeah. Abe throwing some fucking science down. You know, but it's true. Yeah, it is true. It's very true. So uh, we hope you liked Scientology. Because buckle up. There's more. Because there's come. more. And we're looking <laughs> forward to it. Yeah. Uh, I will give a spoiler alert. Uh, the next one will be L. Ron Hubbard. Not right. next episode, but the next episode the we next, do with this. The next Scientology-related uh, is It's going to be L. Ron Hubbard, and yeah. we're going to try to chronologically go through... LRH himself? Yeah. Are we worthy? So it's basically the goal of chronologically going through at this right. point yeah. and doing these bigger chunks, and we're going to dive deep into them. Yeah. So uh, this effectively catches us up with episodes for the year. Yeah, und ja, und ja. And... Um, now we're looking at the last two weeks of, or two release dates mm-hmm. in October. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do we got next? Well, we're going to look at some Halloween urban legends, yeah. like the poison candy. Yeah. Where did, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Well, we're going to learn all about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I think so. It's a cool story. Kind of excited. Yeah. Well, I, I, I like the idea of the Halloween urban legends because we can bring in a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, there's a lot to be had there. Yeah. And then uh, I'm going to confess it right now. The last episode of October, I can't wait for. Me neither. I honestly haven't been this excited for an episode. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I am way, nice. way into this. Okay. And it's a twofer. You're doing your deal. It's a I'm BOGO. My, yeah, yep. it's a BOGO. Yep. I so, love the BOGO episodes. I'm y- not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. But again, uh, thanks so much for uh, checking us out. Uh, yes. We've gotten a nice boost uh, this this year, uh, and it was a, a lot a lot bigger boost than last year on our first year. Yeah. So I'm... this organic uh, traffic that's coming through and the retention, we're so, so appreciative of we it. We are. That being uh, said, if there's something you want to hear. Yep. For the new ones. You can reach out at OTH at SeriouslyDecent.com via email. email via email. Yeah. Or in the Facebook group. Yep. Or if you happen to be linked to Frank or myself, mm-hmm. send us a message, yeah. text us, whatever. No, definitely. We're always open to different ideas. Yeah. Uh, for the new folks that are in, when we started this podcast, we sat down with pen and paper and just brain dumped into things. We did. And we got about three to about four years worth of episodes. I and still we found, have a pretty decent yeah. brain dump. And we found <laughs> uh, we found additional ones on the way. So uh, yeah. for those of you that are new, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we're going to keep doing this. Uh, we really, really beg and plead with the new folks and even the, the, the OGs. If you know some people, uh, pass, our, pass our podcast along to them. Uh, we don't do any kind of advertising at all. It's just organic traffic and uh, it's true. whatever way the algorithms work for us. Uh, we have full-time jobs and we do mm-hmm. this on the side, basically. We do. So we, uh, do. we love you very much for, for, for following us and, and checking us out and, and staying with us. And we hope you're enjoying your fall as we are enjoying our fall uh, a bunch. We are. Yeah. We are. And with that being said, Rule no num- <laughs> Ouija boards. Yeah. Rule number two. No dolls. Yeah. No capes. Yeah. No blood rituals. Ooh. Five. No cults, satanic or otherwise. Mm. Or this fucking piece of shit we just talked about. <laughs> Oy vey. Number six. No apathy. You need to act to help enact a positive change in this world. And shocker, it's not going clear. No, no, it's not. Uh, don't let the black-eyed children in. Engage with them. Look at them. Yeah. Make them dead to you. And if you're uh, if you're new, uh, and you'd like to know more about the black-eyed children, check as out one the black-eyed children episode. Check out our episode in our back catalog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, just listen. Yeah. I say last but not least, we've got two more we have to come up with. What if we max out at eight? Yeah. <laughs> and we can't call them tenants, right? That's uh sure we could. Well we could tenants doesn't mean ten. I know, but it just uh ten's such a round number. It just seems right. It sounds nice. Yeah. But it's still even. It's an even number. It's an even number, true, true. I do like the evens. I know we'll find two. We found eight so far. There's two more. There's two more in there somewhere. Yeah. They'll reveal themselves. They will. It's very Jedi-like. <laughs> it is. 
Well, folks, thanks again. And uh, we hope you uh, continue to enjoy the journey that we've just begun with Scientology. Yeah. Again, Scientologists, if you... Uh, you think we got this wrong. If you think we got this wrong and we're misled, uh, you're more than welcome to be our first guest on the show. And you can um, get all the airtime you like, uh, or you can draft a letter like you always appear to do with other places. And like I said, I will honor it and read it as a disclaimer uh, before even the episode starts. Mm -hmm. So everyone have a lovely day. A wonderful week. And make good choices. Take care.